From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. This episode is number 97 and it's on step number five of the anxiety recovery journey. I've gotten a lot of feedback on these episodes and people love to have this structure, these different steps all lined up in a row because anxiety suffers during chaos. So I can see that it has a lot of value to you and I'm going up to step number seven and you can find these steps in the Anxiety Project program. I've laid them out in that program and the reason I've designed that program is because it's a structured step-by-step program. It gets you knowledgeable. It gets you implementing really important techniques that really counter your anxiety. It blocks and it breaks the patterns that you've unconsciously been doing. So a lot of people find a lot of value and have overcame their anxiety through the program. And so I'm going on to step number five today, which is model after somebody positive. Now, let's just recap what we've gone over so far. So step number one was take responsibility. Step number two, get yourself knowledgeable. And step number two and step number five, I've talked about, well, I've talked about step uh, role models in step number two, but this episode, I want to talk about role models in its own category, and that's why I've included step number five as role models in the Anxiety Project program. Is It's because role models is such a huge part of the recovery journey. You need somebody to model after, to know how do you act because that old Brad was acting so poorly in every single way. The habits, the physical posture, the way he spoke, all of these things were just keeping that Brad in that zone, that anxious zone. So subjecting yourself to a role model is crucial. Being around people that will force you to grow and evolve, which you need to do. Now, step number three was determine your goals and your obstacles. Step number four, create new habits. And all of these steps work simultaneously during the recovery journey. So right now, I have a lot of role models that I'm always looking up to every single day. There's not one day where I'm not following a role model that's pushing me out of my shell all the time. 
expanding my map of the world, expanding my knowledge, and that's important. And it's always going to be like that. So that's why I wanted to put role models in its own category, in its own step through the recovery process because it's necessary. Now, step number five, modeling after somebody. And this includes acting as if, as if you're that person. Fake it until you make it. You might feel like, you know, it feels weird acting like this person. It just doesn't feel like me. Well, good, because you don't want to be like you because the you has been stuck in anxiety, has been stuck in chaos, has been stuck doing negative, horrible habits that have kept you in that state. You want to break apart from that person. You want to become this new you towards that aim you've already set. So fake it until you make it. It's really valuable. The reason this works is because your unconscious has a hierarchy of values. It's always watching you and it's always attaching value to the actions you're doing every single day. For me, my unconscious attached a lot of value to the hangouts with me and my negative friend. For 10 years, we've been friends. And my unconscious is like, oh, this is what Brad values because he's hanging around this guy and and he does it all the time. And so it became high on my values hierarchy. And so me and my friend, we would, you know, get, a, get into trouble, always seek out mischief, which, we, you know, I understand that uh, you do that in life. I understand that. But also, it's not good to be doing that throughout your 20s and into your late 20s. And then it becomes a problem because everyone around you is growing up and expanding their life and they're developing new characters and, and taking on lots of responsibility while I was on Pleasure Island. I was just fooling around. I was just smoking weed and eating junk foods and hanging around my parents' basement doing nothing and feeling that build up over time was horrifying. It was horrifying. So I began to recognize this once I found a role model. I recognized these patterns I was doing. And someone who went through the same thing I went through and has gotten better was the ticket for my recovery journey because that person, that role model related to me, which is great, but also they explained what not to do and what to do. And this opened up my map of the world. My map of the world started to develop. Now, I found my role model out of desperation. I was in unknown, unknown territory, which means I didn't know what was wrong with me. And my doctors said everything was fine, but I didn't know 
because I still felt the sensations and I still thought I had a physical illness. So I was literally in this uh, limbo. I had nowhere to, to turn to. My parents didn't know. And I was scared out of my mind. So I remember myself lying on my back in the living room, terrified of what this certain pain in my side was. And I remember my family standing over me, giving me that reassurance. And it was horrifying because I felt like I was in this deep hole all by myself and no way out. It was horrifying. You want a role model who can relate to your story. And I get a lot of people coming to me and say, Brad, I relate to your story. I relate to everything that you've gone through. I relate to the advice that you're giving. And I use you as a model in my life to overcome anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. I've been through it. I know how to get out of it. And I will be there for you for that advice. I'm not going to reassure you what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, this is what you need to do. And I'm going to push you because you can be better than you are. And that's what I do with my clients. I push them. If I don't agree with something, I'm not going to just agree with the client. I'm going to say, you know what? You need to think of this situation differently and you need to push yourself in this unknown. You need to push yourself forward. You need to be uncomfortable because uncomfortable needs to be your friend, not your enemy. But anyways, you want a role model who relates to your story, but also somebody who will give you the right game plan, the right strategies. How did they do it? What are the techniques this is the class of anxiety recovery. You have to join the class. You have to become the student. You have to start from grade one. And just make sure you're in the right class and not mentoring after somebody who's just giving you that pat on the back and saying, oh, you're, you're okay the way you are. You need the right strategies. You need to be pushed outside of your comfort zone. And I needed somebody to put my butt in gear. I was weak-minded. I was dependent. I was detached from myself and was oblivious to the self-growth journey. I didn't know there was this path you can go down to actually better your life. And I always took the path of least resistance. And I was living on Pleasure Island. I was feeling like I was king of the Lost Boys. I was just trying to fit in. But I was just being somebody I wasn't. And I recognized that because I was always unhappy. Even though, I, even though I was feeling like I was king of the Lost Boys, I was deeply unhappy and restless and anxious. I felt like this inner potential within me was 
bursting forward whenever I came into contact with successful people, whether it's on social media or whether it's in a movie, whether it's outside on the streets, I felt like I wasn't living up to my potential. I'm not all I could be and it hurt. There's no running away from that. There's no running away. It can turn you down a bad road until you are bitter and resentful. And that's what happened to me. I became bitter, resentful, envious. And I just kept supporting my anxious identity. I remember when I was looking up to my mentor, I wanted to share that person with my friend. So looking up, you know, why look up to a mentor? Well, that person's beyond you. That person's reached the higher self, has been successful. So you look up, up towards the stars. The stars manifest itself in the unknown, in the universe, in the potential that is out there because that's what it is. It's potential. There's a lot of potential and you look up towards that potential. And so you look up towards that mentor because your potential lies within that mentor because they're providing you with the knowledge. And what is your attitude towards that? Are you going to accept that knowledge and implement it? Because it's going to be hard. You're going to feel like a fool but there's no other way because you have to become the fool in order to become the master. So you look up to this mentor. And going back to my story, I shared my mentor with my friend because I knew he was suffering. And I showed him the YouTube videos. I showed him the podcast and he laughed. He laughed how, about how silly it was. And that made me scratch my head because I'm here providing tools to actually better yourself, to actually overcome anxiety and the chaos. And he laughed. He was so set on his mindset that he wasn't, he, he didn't have that pain to overcome what he was going through. He didn't have enough pain. And then he just laughed. And it made me realize, huh, I see where you're at. And you're not willing to change right now. And so I sacrificed our relationship so I could overcome my challenges. So the more you subject yourself to these people, the more you become like them. I found that to be true because when I hung around my negative friend afterwards, I felt physically drained. I felt like his weight was sucked into me. I felt his weight afterwards, but I also acted like him when I, when I wasn't around him. I, I remember I would get his beliefs and his words in my mind and then I would talk like him 
because I was just hanging around him for so long that his personality personality just came out within me. And so during my recovery, I spent all my time on YouTube, watching their videos, listening to their podcasts, and committing myself to their wisdom and becoming that student rather than hanging around my friend. I had to sacrifice that part. My unconscious attached a lot of value to this new process because I was showing my unconscious that this is what I want. I want to be like this person because if I was to go hang around my negative friend, my unconscious would be like, oh, I want to be like him. I value his company and I didn't want to value his company anymore. I wanted to value myself in the recovery process. I wanted to show myself that I can, in fact, better my life. So I had to pick my sacrifice. Like the Cain and Abel story. The Cain and Abel story is about two hostile brothers. One becomes bitter and resentful because he's not making the right sacrifices. That's Cain. He's not making the right sacrifices to better his life. Abel is making all the right sacrifices so God favors him. And so I sacrificed that negative friend for recovery and things started to become better. When you start to make the right sacrifices like Abel, things are starting to become better. And you can see that. You can see that in your own life. Figure out what you're doing every day that's contributing to your anxiety and sacrifice those things for new positive things. And you'll see that your life will become better. You're, start, you're, you're starting to manifest the positives unconsciously. And so being uncomfortable became my friend. I didn't take the easy route. I didn't want to be king of the lost boys because that's what made me feel complete in some way or it made me feel like I was wanted, right? So that was comfort. And being king of the losers, even though it makes you feel like you're wanted, doesn't mean you should be king because I don't want to be king of the losers. What does that say about me? I had to sacrifice those negative people and then bring about new aims, new positive people so I can go towards that potential instead. And you can see it in the Pinocchio story where Geppetto wishes upon a star. That's potential. That's in the universe. He looks up, sets an aim, and he wishes Pinocchio to be a real boy. He wishes that. Such an amazing story. So I had to pick my sacrifice. And I sacrificed those negative people. And it was difficult to listen 
to these self-help podcasts, to listen to my new mentors and not watch TV and not seek out reassurance and not seek out that negative friend. But I saw myself benefit from these new habits right away. And I knew that this was the right path. You just have to go down the path. Even though you're going to feel that resistance, continue going down that. Now, my current role models are Jordan Peterson, clinical psychologist, Russell Brand, David Goggins, Dalai Lama, Wim Hof. What all these people have in common is that they are continuously growing in mind and in body. They always challenge themselves. They found their way in the challenge by placing themselves in the unknown over and over again voluntarily. They found that you develop and your map of the world expands more and more. You rewire neural pathways, you expand your knowledge. And that's the key to living a fulfilling life, to finding the meaning. They continue to expand themselves. They provide knowledge to other people, and especially to me, with the right tools, with the right strategies, with the right techniques to confront the world forthrightly. How do you handle the challenges of life that inevitably comes our way. Challenges are always going to be there. There's always going to be the dragon of chaos that pops its ugly head. And that's when you challenge yourself. But how do you do that? How do you confront that challenge? That's the key. That's the knowledge that these people and your role models provide to you. How can you confront this challenge? Because those motivational videos on YouTube that are 10 minutes, you watch that video, you feel motivated for half an hour, and then you forget about the video. That's not going to do you any good. You have to surround yourself all the time with role models that'll push you and push you and expand your knowledge. And you have to implement what what they're preaching. And you have to make sure that the role models you look up to actually do as, you know, do what they preach, right? That's important too. So finding the right role models that do exactly what they preach. And so look up to them and you'll find your way and become the student of them. Making comfort your friend is a mistake. Making discomfort your best friend will be the best thing that will ever happen to you. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here with me today. 
Remember to send me your questions. You can do that at unpluganxiety.com under contact, or you can do that on Facebook. You can do that on Instagram. You can do that on YouTube. Send me your questions, and I will answer them on the next Q&A episode. Thank you again, and remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.